Hey women's hockey fans, Erica Ayala here coming at you with another bonus episode of the Founding Four podcast. Just got finished covering the rivalry series in Hartford, Connecticut. Just as a little bit of background, this is not only the start of the 2019-2020 rivalry series between USA Hockey and U- uh, or Hockey Canada, This is not only the beginning of the 2019-2020 rivalry series between the women's national teams of the United States and Canada, but this is also the final stop on the championship tour that USA Hockey did after winning the 2018 Olympics. So, in Hartford, Connecticut, wanted to give a quick recap and analysis of some of the things that I saw from this series as compared to the camp that happened in Cranberry Township, Pennsylvania, that was to replace the Four Nations Cup, which was canceled. First, as a reminder, I want to First, I should say this will be more U.S. focused because I was following a story just of the players coming in and out of the U.S. system, particularly in light of the players from both USA and Canada, to be honest, opting not to play in the NWHL. But first, I want to go back to a conversation that I had with Bob Corkum after USA dropped two games to Canada in Cranberry Township. They were at the Pittsburgh Penguins practice facility. Say that five times fast. Um, this is what Bob said immediately after that second loss. Coach Bob. Hey, Hi. it's good to see you again. Um, no problem. Um, so, Coach, just wanted to get your overall, um, you know, evaluation and assessment of, of how the team did in the two games in particular. Uh, very disappointed. I thought uh, we might have played 30 minutes out of um, the two games that we played. Um, the compete level was not there. Um, we looked like we were in disarray a lot of the time, and we had work to do. You know, obviously we thought we had uh, pretty much our team, but we'll be back to the drawing board after this one. As you can tell from that clip with Bob Corkum, he was none too pleased with how his team performed. Uh, also, after the Cranberry Township series, Kendall Coyne Schofield talked a little bit about how the team competed. I was able to ask her if she felt that what's happening in the professional ranks had any bearing on the performance. Here's what Kendall Coyne Schofield had to say. Do you think this was a good test? You can see what you need to work on heading into the rivalry series. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's challenging because we never know who's going to be there. So I think we evaluate ourselves and um, move forward to the next training camp that we have. It's challenging not being together all the time, and um, but there's no excuses for our effort, and our effort wasn't good enough. Kendall, I'm thinking a little bit about for those of you that are post-college, maybe a few less reps in game situations and scenarios than you might be used to in the past few years. Do you think that had an impact coming in? Uh, I think, you know, I've, you know, there's a lot of us post-grads in the locker room, and uh, we've been doing this for a long time now, and so uh, there's really no excuse whether, it's, whether you want to attribute to lack of games, um, lack of practices together. It was simply a lack of heart, and we need to play better when we put that crest on, our, on, our, on, our, on the front of our jersey, and, um, you know, our effort wasn't there, and uh, that's the result we got. 
after the Cranberry Township series, while hockey, or while USA did not add any additional mini camps by way of of what Canada has done, what they did do is expand the roster for the winter camp leading into the rivalry series. In Cranberry Township, Bob Corkum invited 23 players. Before the rivalry series game in Hartford, Connecticut, he invited 46 players. One noticeable thing is that to get to that 46, Bob Corkum had a lot more college players. And why does this matter? This is my take on this. It's clear and evident that the players at the international level who are competing for their national team want as many games as possible. I think without a doubt, wherever you fall on what's happening in pro women's hockey right now, you would like for the sake of everyone involved, but if we're being honest, especially for national team players, you want them playing as many high-level competitive games as possible. You want a league that is more, is closer to an NHL schedule uh, than a 20-game schedule. That's something that Amanda Kessel said, uh, I guess it was season two, her first season in the NWHL. The, there was... Um, some kind of a conflict. I'm not remembering now. I'll have to put this on another podcast. But there was a conflict and you saw that the national team players, if I recall correctly, were not going to return after they had um, an international competition. So the season was cut a little bit short. And I thought it was very telling that Amanda Kessel at the time said that she'd rather just play more games. I think that was there was a little bit of a scuffle happening, a stare down, if you will, between the national team and the NWHL at the time. But I think putting all of that aside, I I agree. I agreed with Amanda Kessel at the time. I still agree with her now. We'll hear from her after the rivalry series because she said something uh, very similar. All that said there's not an option, at least right now, the way the PWHPA is structured, but more importantly, the way that USA Hockey is structured, where these players are going to get more games, as in not just practices, not even just scrimmages against each other, but there is, you know, this element of, perhaps we'll say surprise, when you're playing against another team, that ha- perhaps has different systems, they have a different coaching style, that is something that physically and mentally, honestly, is really good for someone at elite competition. So they can see the game coming at them in a different way and then be able to utilize their tool set to and overcome the opponent that's before them. So anyway, all that to say... Um, I think that the players that are not in college enjoyed having the players that are in college in camp, particularly because these players are fit. Caleb Barnes, fit. Um, Natalie Snodgrass, fit. They're coming from Boston College and UConn, respectively, and had a another bonus episode that featured them, but they are training. They have access to recovery. They are playing games in Hockey East for those two, but also players coming from the WCHA or coming from other programs. They're playing hockey constantly, consistently. That's not something that's happening for the veterans on USA Hockey and Hockey Canada for that matter. But 
Don't take my word for it. Here's what Megan Bozak told me. This was on Wednesday after a USA Hockey scrimmage. And Megan Bozak talked to me about what she alludes very briefly to what's happening in pro women's hockey being different and the importance of having the college players in camp to push the pace. You've had two practices, had a scrimmage today. Um, Lots of new faces integrated since last you hit the ice with USA Hockey in Pittsburgh. Just kind of your thoughts about uh, some of the young talent and and being able to have some of those young faces in preparation for Canada Saturday. Yeah, I think USA Hockey does a great job of of the development side of the game, Uh, whether it's you go to your first camp at the age of 13 or you're invited to your first senior women's national team camp with only 46 players here so never taking that for granted and and making sure we realize it's an honor to be in the top 46. Um, The younger players just bring a different style of of the game and obviously with this year being tough with without a league um, for some of us it's it's been good though to get these games in the competitive nature of these practices Um, but they they are on the ice a lot so you can you can tell that at times but it's great to see everyone battling out here competing out here every single second yeah that's something that I I took away from talking to some of the players that are still competing in college is that they definitely do want to make sure that they're pushing everybody on the ice that it really truly is a competitive camp I, I am curious though coming off of that camp in Pittsburgh it sounded like I mean from talking to Bob and some of the players it just I don't know like things didn't necessarily click the way the team wanted uh, do you feel that coming into this camp there's a different focus or there, the, there's a different um, maybe kind of a, a, um, instruction that, that's coming from from the coaches as far as like how to prepare for again Saturday Um, Yeah, I I think it's never easy to lose one game, let alone get swept on a weekend, uh, especially against Canada. But it's not a bad thing to happen at a certain point in time. Um, You need to get a reality check. You need to get your rear end kicked every now and again um, to make sure you are focused on the things that will benefit your team, that will help you succeed in, in the future. So focus coming into this camp, I think, is you have to be ready. You have to be ready for whatever comes at you, whether it's a practice, whether it's a game, um, line shuffling, pair shuffling. It, it doesn't matter. You have to be ready. You have to compete, and you have to be ready to win because that's what we're looking to do. All right, so that's what Megan Bozak said ahead of the rivalry series the Wednesday before that game on Saturday, December 4th. Again, it was a 4-1 to victory for the United States. There were five goals in this game. I believe it was four of the five goals between the two teams were scored on the power play. Uh, so that's just a little interesting tidbit. Uh, both teams, when at even strength, uh, didn't really look that dangerous. Uh, it was when they had the advantage, when they had some open ice. Um, but uh, let's go to some player reactions from the United States coming out of that 4-1 to victory. Let's hear from, we'll hear from Amanda Kessel, Alex Carpenter, and then Abby Rock, uh, who got a beautiful, woof, beautiful, absolutely beautiful goal. And uh, then we'll come back and I will set us up for what Bob Corkum had to say 
after the game. And then we'll close out with Hillary Knight. I think uh, Hillary was the last person to come through the scrum, but she also had some really uh, more tactical, I asked her a few tactical hockey questions, and she obliged. So uh, again, let's hear from Amanda Kessel, Alex Carpenter, and Abby Rock. This is immediately after their 4-1 to one victory over Canada in Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, Amanda, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Good to see you. Um, I know that coming into, or I guess coming out of Pittsburgh, uh, USA Hockey not too pleased with how that camp in Pittsburgh went. Uh, what were some of the things that the team focused on this week to make sure that you didn't have a repeat of some of the things that didn't go well? I think the main one is just heart. Um, it was, you know, we were all very disappointed in our efforts in Pittsburgh, and it was something where it was evident what was missing, and it was just that little bit of extra hard work and heart. And I think this week that we came in, and you know, every single second we had everyone going hard, and I think it was evident tonight. Yeah, they bring something different to the table, and I think you could see the skill that they had. Abby Rock had. Unbelievable highlight goal in her first. Carpi, I don't think it's a secret that the team was not too thrilled with how you performed in Pittsburgh. What did you see as the difference between that camp and that series with Canada and, and tonight? Yeah, I think there was a lot more hard work. I think, um, you know, after after that performance, none of us were happy. And, um, you know, we came in with a little chip on our shoulder and we wanted to play the best hockey we could. Uh, especially in front of our fans. And I think that, um, you know, it was little things that made the difference, especially that hard work. How did you feel playing with uh, Kessel and Panic tonight? It seemed like you guys were getting into a groove later on. Yeah, we had uh, played together at Worlds, uh, and, and we got back together at this uh, camp towards the end. And, you know, it's a lot of fun playing with them. Um, you know, we're really learning uh, where each other are on the ice, and, and I think that we, uh, you know, were able to do that tonight. Uh, real quick, I uh, wanted to talk to you about coming into this camp, and, um, you know, there were a lot more players than we saw at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was not something that USA Hockey was necessarily thrilled with how it went down. What were some of the things that you were hearing from the players that were at that series and from the coaches as far as what to focus on ahead of Canada? I think a lot of it was just uh, penalties. The coaches weren't happy with how we played, uh, not discipline systems and penalty-wise. And I think today we really took that to heart. We took penalties that were only necessary, like we were just being physical. They weren't sticky or cheap. And then another thing was we were really disciplined in our systems. We knew exactly what we were doing. We tried to manage the puck and things like that. Did you feel that um, the players, particularly uh, some of the younger players coming in, made a difference and were able to impact that compete level throughout the camp and then on the ice tonight? I think so, just because through the camp, obviously, we're all competing for a spot, and these young girls really just wanted to show themselves and show what they could do, and then you come in here and you want to prove yourself again, and I think that's just kind of a boost. Uh, obviously, we needed a second to get comfortable. It's a fast-paced game, uh, but the team did a great job of helping us out, being really supportive, and I think that was a big part of it. And I think at the end of that second period, and then certainly to start the third, USA really kind of put their stamp on how they wanted to play the game. But uh, particularly, you know, that age-old question, would you see on that goal? <laughs> um, you know, Annie uh, got, like, hit it down, it landed right to me, and I went back and I thought, better get it up high and I better get it off fast, because uh, they're coming at you fast, Canada, so I tried to do it as quick as possible, and next thing I knew, I was... Everybody was had their hands in the air. I didn't really even <laughs> kind of blacked out maybe for a second, but <laughs> well, it worked out. Yeah, thank you for your time. Yeah. Appreciate it. No problem. Right. Amanda Kessel felt that the team had more heart coming from Pittsburgh. Alex Carpenter also talked about some of the ways that the team was focused on buckling down 
coming into the game against Canada. Abby Rock also talked about her goal and and what she saw in that goal. It was a truly beautiful backhanded goal. And also knowing that she and some of the other young players were, you know, were able to, to really contribute and, uh, and the like, but I want to now go to Bob Corkum. So I wanted to get a sense of how Bob was feeling coming out of this camp and, of course, getting the win. But then I also asked him about recruitment, where he was at. He made it very clear that he needed to go back to the drawing board in Pittsburgh. Uh, he was asked a little bit about the roster, and then I followed up. I, I, I asked the question in a different way because I wanted to set him up to talk about if he would consider recruiting from the NWHL. So here's a little bit of that snippet with Bob Corkum. Happier with the effort you saw with your team today than in Pittsburgh? Um, yeah, we had a, a good game today. I thought it was uh, uh, everybody played well. I thought the compete level was there. Um, we managed the puck better than we had did in Pittsburgh, and um, obviously the results were better. In Pittsburgh, you had mentioned that you felt that maybe you had your roster, then you had to reevaluate that. You brought in more players now. Um, do you have a, a better sense of how much more tinkering you'll do? No, not really. I mean, uh, we had our Four Nations uh, roster, uh, but that was just the Four Nations roster. And then, you know, in each event we are trying new things. Uh, people are earning spots. Um, there's all sorts of different scenarios. So um, we're trying to get as many looks as, as, as players as we can. Um, the, the players that were in the game tonight, um, the new the new ones, and, and everybody uh, earned that right from the four days of camp. They outperformed the other players. Paul Morrow, the Boston Pride, he mentioned that he's got a player that he really thinks could have a look here in McKenna Brand. Do you see uh, USA Hockey potentially looking to tap into the professional league that's happening in the United States? Uh, we're always looking for players. Um, I know uh, last year I, um, I saw Haley Scamara out of that league and, and she was uh, played in the World Championships with us and she was at this camp. Um, so, you know, we're always looking for players and um, if there's somebody out there that we think is a little bit better, we'll certainly get them into camp and, um, and give them a look. And finally, I'm going to close out this bonus episode talking to Hillary Knight. I asked Hillary Knight about pace and precision. The reason I asked her about pace and precision is because I felt that was missing in Pennsylvania. I thought it was better in Hartford, but only for stretches of time. As I mentioned, most of the goals in this game for both teams came on the power play. At even strength, it was... It was sometimes lackluster. It didn't necessarily hit the high notes of what you expect when you see the United States and Canada play against each other. But I think that talking to Hillary, she saw glimpses. But I think, and you'll hear this from Hillary Knight, there were glimpses. There were definitely glimpses. The goals, the passing on the goals was absolutely delicious. Oh my goodness. I was looking at the replays and the setups for those goals for the United States were great. So definitely moving in the right direction, but here's what Hillary Knight had to say about pace and precision. All right, well, coming out of Pittsburgh where you got swept by Canada, you get the win today. Uh, how do you feel, or what I should say, was the difference between that series and tonight? Yeah, I think... Um... You know, we just took a 
good hard look in the mirror and we figured you know we, we have to compete harder we need to play better we need to play more discipline um, obviously there are a lot of penalties in Pittsburgh and we got away from our style of hockey and uh, we got closer to our style of hockey tonight and we're continuing to build. What kind of stuff did you focus on camp coming out of that Pittsburgh series what did you try and refine? Well, we needed to get better in everything. I mean, Pittsburgh was inexcusable, um, our performance, and we let down our fans and also let down ourselves and the people that support us. So mainly today is another opportunity to come back and, and sort of right the ship and steer it in the right direction, and I think we did a good job, and it was overall a solid team win. To that end, can you talk about some of the players that are making their first debut? I yeah. Mean, I saw some of the young talent really step up, it looked like. Yeah, I mean, I think sort of Abby Rock <laughs> encapsulates that with that nice backhander, but it's just giving them the confidence and making sure that they have the confidence to go out there and play their game. I mean, we're all here for a reason. We had a very rigorous selection process, um, so it's just making sure that we're all together on the same page, working. I'm curious to get your thoughts on maybe, I guess, pace might be the best way of kind of describing it. Uh, did you feel that there was a good pace to the game? Um, was that one of the things that improved from Pittsburgh? Or- yeah, I think, um, you know, we're known as a, as a fast team, uh, extremely speedy, and I think in Pittsburgh we just we just weren't getting the bounces. We were putting ourselves um, in difficult situations, making the game harder to play. Um, so I think it's always frustrating when you put yourself, as Coach says, sort of in the soup, um, but I think you saw sort of a different bounce in our step, and we are able to execute with speed because we are on the right side of the puck and, and we're getting those bounces. I also you? want to ask you a little bit about the precision also along with pace <laughs> is making sure you're not skating around that you're having crisp passes. Do you think that that was a little bit better from Pittsburgh? How can you improve there? Yeah um, we connected tape to tape. I think Pittsburgh it was kind of just bouncing everywhere um, and it, it, as I said it, it made the game harder and you at this level want to make the game easier especially you don't want to pass off your problems to someone else and put them in a, in a bad situation and I think collectively we did a good job of executing our passes and I think precision is the right word in that, that situation yeah. Else. yeah so good. thank you all right folks thank you for listening to another bonus episode of the founding four podcast just as a reminder the founding four podcast is an nwhl centric independently run podcast the regular episodes cover the league they cover the players they cover the standings the results all of that good stuff the bonus episodes open up to wider women's hockey conversations in this case the rivalry series again the founding four podcast is independent which means i do this all on my own i'm not with a media outlet so i appreciate those of you who are able to join and subscribe to patreon that's how i'm able to keep the shows running the traditional shows and the bonus episodes If you're not able to become a a member of my Patreon Passe, I hope that you will consider making a donation directly to the show utilizing PayPal. You can find all of that information in the show notes, but also make sure at minimum, I would appreciate if you are following at Founding Four Pod, that you subscribe to the Founding Four Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, and make sure you're sharing the episodes so that we can grow this women's hockey community. All right, this is Erica Ayala, your host, signing off, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Founding Four Podcast.